Welcome to Date Night Podcast. A tabletop role-playing game podcast set in the homebrew world of Volunaya. Let's explore a whole new world together. Last time you made it through uh, an encounter with some ghosts in Zidras and then uh, had some things stolen from you from an unknown uh, creature in the haunted city uh, during the night who saw... Uh, a, hood, a hooded lantern in Kira's bag that he thought might be useful or it thought might be useful in the Underdark and saw a grease wizard sprawled out on the sacks of flour with his midriff showing and something shiny <laughs> in his belly button uh, that the thing could not resist. Uh, so it, it swiped it and you were unable to relocate those things. However... Swipe or no swiping. Man, how, um, how bad of a perception roll did you have when it literally took something out of you and you still didn't wake He was up? asleep. I was really asleep. It's that man. passive perception score of all of you that's so high. Um, I don't even know how to calculate passive perception. Yours is 12. I have it over here. Oh, okay. Um, don't worry about it. <laughs> it's 10 plus your I also have your blood score. type for reasons. Oh. Uh, anyway, <laughs> in the search for that uh, belly button ring, though, you did locate another ring, which you have not yet had time to identify after uh, oh. blitzing across the night march uh, to try and get out of the underdark portion of this... Uh, I've made travel, a huge mistake. Uh, and into Red Rock. Bless you. Thank you. Uh, with some help from the Grease Wizard flying over the lava, opening up the gate and running across the bridge before it heated up too much, uh, you all made it into Red Rock where you uh, saw some sort of battle occurring uh, and got in the middle of a, a retreat of some Azers and some Dwarf slaves who had uh, cornered you in one of the rooms inside the Red Rock wall. One of those dwarf slaves who is actually, turns out, a uh, glum rock seeker. My half-brother. ready to crush the grease wizard's head after a few uh, particularly bad attempts to persuade him that they were looking for uh, the thing that had enslaved them. I thought it uh, was going well. <laughs> for multiple years, but the, at the mention died. of his father's name uh, and this elf who does favor uh, their shared mother... Uh, he seemed to stay his hand, and that was where we left off last time with this sort of pressing of uh, azers and dwarves in this tiny room, and the room is heating up from the f- actual flames of these azer creatures. Yep, it's okay. Cause I feel like this is not of my business. <laughs> it's about to get Jerry Springer in here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Episode title. Um, so, yeah, what... Uh, Kira, you had said basically uh, you had a journal from his father. That's kind of where we left off, I guess. Yep. Okay. Um, I don't remember exactly what Glum has has said so far here, but he just kind of glares at all of you, pulls the hammer back down, uh, seemingly not ready to attack at the moment, and he says, I, okay, um... It looks at least like you're not uh, against us, sir. Nope. We don't know what's going on. We're just trying to pass through. But I was not expecting to find you here. I I wasn't expecting to see much of anybody who uh, might have any recognition of. I've been here a mighty long time. How long? Since the soon after the flood, and I about forty years. 
Well, you don't look a day over... I don't. <laughs> don't you think you've talked enough? Yeah, you should just hide behind Oren and be quiet. It's trying to talk to Dern over here. That's not Dern. Oh, this okay. is the one who we left you. We can't your... do this. We can't keep, we can't keep doing this. <laughs> <laughs> no, Zev, it's not Dern. I'm sorry. They're both idiots. All right. Um, you see one of the Azers step uh, up to the front. He's got these uh, fire opals embedded in the back of his hands, wrapped with a dwarven script that spirals out from around up his arms. He's got this beard, which is flaming stronger than any of the... Does anybody speak dwarvish? No. No. <laughs> uh Gnomish is close to Dwarf. No. No, it is. It shares, it, says a, that... it shares the letters. Oh, the letters. You could recognize the letters, but it might just sound like Fnindberg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. The yeah. legend of Fnindberg. <laughs> <laughs> um, his borka, beard borka, borka. is flaming really strong. All the other ones in the room, the other three, seem to uh, have, have waned. Uh, he's got a shield strapped on his back and a flail tucked in his belt, and he's got a great sword still clutched tightly in his hands, and he has not taken as much of a uh, kind of step back in that aggressive stance that the dwarves have uh, inside here. And um, uh, Excuse me, Azer, do you speak common? Can you put your sword down, please? We mean you no animosity or anything. Well, let's not say things we don't mean. <laughs> we don't mean any yet. We'll defend yeah, ourselves fair. if we need to. Yeah. Yeah, totally. What brings you to Red Rock? (laughs) (laughs) We're just trying to pass through and get back above ground. The hotels, mostly. Hmm. TripAdvisor. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag not sponsored. Above ground. And he glares over at Glum and the dwarf slaves who shift a little bit uh, uncomfortably. And Glum says, I, uh, getting above ground is a little bit of a sore subject here. We're. I'm sorry, not trying to start anything here or interfere with anything. We're sorry. The... Why, wh- why can't you get above ground? Uh, one of the other dwarves in the party steps forward. She's really uh, emaciated, um, looks particularly worn out just from being here in the constant heat. Um, looks like they probably haven't had a whole lot to drink in the past few days while they've been fighting. Um, and she just kind of says, well, uh, the Azers, uh, they're trying to get back into the fire plane and we're trying to get back above ground. And um, we both fear we don't have the, the means to take out the uh, resistance in both places. So it's sort of been a sticking point with us for the past day or so as we were holed up in the Dawn Spire trying to make a determination of where we were going to strike out. Um, Why can't they get to the fire plane? And why can't you guys get above ground? Recursion. What? Bless you. Hmm? Rekajin. Bless you again. I have the some spit Who keeps us here. Oh, Never oh. let it be said that Zev doesn't have impeccable manners. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, can we get rid of him for you? 
Is he going to stop us from Perhaps. going above ground? Are we going to quit in the middle of this side quest? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. They have an army and they have not killed this thing yet. Why are we volunteering? I got like a wand. We're player characters. Is it a wand of armies? <laughs> so, yes. Maybe. Oh, I don't okay. know. Well, then fine. And then I cast message. Sev, you have to do this. It's your rock. Uh, Sev, you have to do this. It's your rock speaking to you. <gasps> and it's glowing red. <gasps> the rock is angry. Roll a deception <laughs> check. Do I have to Inside? roll Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 13. Was insight, Nate? Uh, wisdom. That's going to be sixteen. Okay. Uh, I finally beat you. Yeah, I think you're finally starting to think that there's something <laughs> iffy going on with this stone because he started in his own accent. He did start in my own accent. <laughs> 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 Wait a he pulls the rock out, kind of looks at it. This is just a rock, isn't it? No. Are you answering me? In your accent through the rock, or did you just randomly say no <laughs> as yourself? Well, you, you, at uh, which one you're looking which at, which one I know. <laughs> no, so Zev is looking at me, yes, at the grease wizard, and he says, This isn't a rock, is it? Well, this is, this just, is a just a rock, and I say, but How would you know? Well, if you just because he you was asked. the one who told you, you, you just yeah, asked me a told question. You it was the he handed it to you and told you it was magic at the beginning. I don't believe you. I mean. Okay, I mean, if you want to, if you want to take the chance and throw away all of your history, am I just suspecting, or do I know that this? You've is... rolled so many crit I, fails. I think at you, this you're point, just suspecting. You're not sure. There's just some doubt. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and put it back in the pouch. There has I'm, been so many. He's I am giving long. serious side eye to the goose wizard right <laughs> okay. now. Okay. <laughs> Would the Afridi um, keep us down here too? The Afridi would keep. All he can. Often he has gone to the top side to bring back those of your ilk. When's the last time he? When's the last time he went topside? Well, he's gone now, not to secure slaves, but an artifact of some sort to fire the forges here to new heights. If he's gone now, why don't you just, like, bounce? He has left a drow bitch named Bellaria here to keep us in line. Oh, we can take a drow. Hey, No offense, Henna. Henna, have you Um, heard of this person? Yes, I know Bellaria. And? Like, personally? Yes. And? Um, she was one of Brila's favorite commanders. Um, Well, we fought one of their ghosts, right? (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm, I'm saying that to Henna. Known for her subterfuge. Don't know what that word means, so let's go um, ahead and get on there. That's about all I think I should share uh, in present company. No offense. None taken. <laughs> Who are you not offending? She just kind of nods toward one of the Azers there. Oh, the Azers. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um... Aaron is not proficient and Bellario. <laughs> no. Not the only ones here. He's left his Myrmidon guards in place. Mermaid? No. <laughs> he Mer- said merman. Myrmidon. His merm. They're. Um, Fish people. No. <laughs> they are <laughs> elementals from the plane of fire tied to metallic armor and weapons. Is Their that... fire cannot hurt 
us. He points to the Azers. Uh, but their blades have, well. Uh, Arn raises her hand. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How is that different from what you guys are? Uh, Marin. Oh, not cool. Come on. <laughs> Sorry, we're new here. We are um, of brass body and fire spirit, uh, but they are of a more primal, elemental makeup. So they're something just fire. That does not like um, being under command, but something that can be controlled for a time. Oh, okay. Riot. Time for a rebellion. That's what we have been attempting. Just get them on your side. With um, well, you know, it's wreckage and gone. Uh, we thought it was a good time to make a break for uh, control of this area, but we are few, and the Myrmidons and the Drow bitch uh, seemed enough to keep us in line. But some of the Myrmidons did leave into the fire plane when the power of Wreckage's command over them waned. They hate being summoned here, and I think they were more afraid of being stuck here as the planes are shifting away than facing the wrath of the Afriti. But some were more no- newly summoned, and their command uh, and control of the jinn over them remains strong. Their magic blades have felt some of my brothers years ago in Rekajin's initial assault, and we've been reminded of their power recently during our uprising. And you saw when... Um, these creatures were retreating. One of those Myrmidons uh, sliced down one of the Azers as they were making the run. That's one of the things you did see. Oh. So you have seen the, the creatures before. They're like a um, floating armor sort of towering in this almost tornado or vortex of fire with a huge scimitar that they wield. So pretty, pretty rough-looking creatures. Um, but we're told that uh, by our scouts who unfortunately are still no longer with us, that two such creatures guard the exit to the surface um, and Balaria and whatever remains of the rest of our forces guard the exit to the fire plane. Uh, The Azers long ago uh, defended the outskirts of the fire plane and its connection here um, to the Underdark but uh, the brass bulwark that they used to defend against the elementals was largely unmanned in an attempt to prepare for an assault from the drow on the other side. Uh, that's when uh, it's said that Arrakasian came and took over the forge here. Uh, the Azers the uh, were many at one time, uh, but as you can see, she says, uh, there's not many who remain here now. And Roran says, uh, an Azer enslaved is one whose life force is quenched slowly by the repetition and oppression. For too long we have been here. We were many, now we are four, and soon we will be fewer. Wait, I, four? Hmm. Like that's all? Yes. Is that all everywhere or just here? Here. Oh, okay. But my brothers 
he looks over at one of the <laughs> um, Azers who's got like a. He's like covered in bronze in the in the metal portions with this long streak of like a green patina that looks like crow's feet and frown lines in the uh, in its face, and you can see that its flame is barely sort of still uh, alight. And he says, "Our flames flicker here. This is why we can wait no longer." Can we help stoke it for a little bit until you can get free? Ooh, I've got to expel. Why for wouldn't that. we just help free them? I have some tinder. I've got fireball. <laughs> you had Zev's on Tinder. It's the fuel for the flame. <laughs> <laughs> Our fuel is the passion of creation, of making the things like ourselves, of making the finest weapons. But for a recasion, we have been set to toil in repetition to make weapons for the mistress of the Grove of the Twisted Limb and her armies that she amasses in the world above. Mm. Oh, we hate her! Yeah, we're trying to get to her to... Yeah, we're, that's where we're going. <laughs> you could make me a weapon. If you want. I mean, cool one. Make I, you into a weapon or make a weapon for you? I could you. use some we would need to take armor. the forge back from Bellaria. Yeah, let's, right, do let's do it. Let's do it, right. Well, we got to do that Let's anyways. party. If, yeah, We're right. going to help you guys help us. Mm. Right? If you were to help us kill Bellaria and return my brothers to the fire plane, I would help you and the other mortals get to the surface. And make us cool weapons, right? If you spend a time here, sure. Yeah, all right. Sounds good. Okay. All right, well... Let's go. Running guns blazing, right? Uh, the glum speaks up from the other side. He says, Now, now, I don't know about uh, running in with anything blazing except maybe our friends here. Me and... Wait, did you just say guns? I mean blunderbusses. <laughs> um, me and, and the other mortals... Haven't had night to drink in two days. We've been fighting. I don't think we'll be of much help. I hand help. a water Here, bottle. Yeah. Here's some water skin. How many of them are there? You have two days of water left. How many of the other There people? are five dwarves. There's uh, got to be water somewhere in the city, though, right? Uh, I, behind the lines of where Bellaria is kept it, we left with as much as we could take, but it's long been expended in our time in the Dawn Spire. Here, May take... I remind you guys that I quenched the fires of a couch with a dragon? That is true. But you cannot drink a dragon. They're talking about water. My dragon can make water. And not Winston <laughs> water. <laughs> what is the Winston? Uh, <sighs> you miss so much. Here, Dern, you could have half of my water skin. <laughs> calling him Dern. Glum's just looking around at the other. Like, he, you must be talking to somebody in your Every party. Every time you do that, I instinctively like, what do we do? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> And he's so referring to a dwarf that used to be with us and had right. to leave for a bit, and he's just being rude right now, so I'm I, sorry. I'm not. I rolled a crit fail. I mean, I rolled a crit fail last time. And we've told you multiple times, this is not Dern. I think you could probably figure it out, given the fact that he's half-elf. He's got pointy ears. I can't, re- I can't yeah, remember I think Dern now anymore. that there's a little bit of time, I've uh, forgotten. passed in the room, you probably are aware that this is not Dern. 
in the dark and the flickering flames of the azers rushing into the room. Maybe at first glance, that's yeah, what you thought. Wait, you're armor. not done. <sighs> Thank you for the you. water, dearie. And they're... You're welcome, <laughs> sweetheart. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> Kira just stares pointedly at the Grease Wizard. Things were going so well last time. Last time. <laughs> last time on date night. We had rails that we kind of followed. No, we're back on it. Come on, let's go. So how how do we do this? Let's go punch him, I, I, right? I don't like our chances, to be honest, of taking out Bellari. I think all of you should just help us get to the surface. I thought we had to kill Bellaria to get to the surface. She I look at all my the weapons. entrance to the plane of fire. My people will not go to the surface. We have to get back to the plane of fire. All right, but th- yeah, all right. Dwarf man, this guy's got to get home. So we got to take it down, right? Kira looks at all of her stuff. I look like I'm at about level six or so. Not that that makes sense to you. I think <laughs> if all of us got together, I think we might be able to help them. Glum. Brother. Or get part of the way through it and then be like, wait, why are we doing this? And quit. We no, 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 that was we've only one time. most of the that men who we day. began with, <laughs> and we've taken out nigh few of, of them. If we make an assault on Bellaria, we still have the Myrmidons between us and the exit, and what will we have left to fight them? Well, we're cool. Skeletons? I've got three uh, third-level spells now, so... I have one. I don't know what that is. Oh, Actually, we do have a skeleton. I mean, I do have a skeleton. I got a skeleton, man, in my back. What <laughs> <laughs> at this point is just anytime <laughs> you speak, head, just dump it out. He just briefly looks over at you, acknowledges that you said words, and then goes back to looking at the other members of your party. Seth pulls out the bag of colding. Would this help? <laughs> it feels, Opens it up. Feels nice. Yes. <laughs> Keep it away from the azers, please. <laughs> <laughs> I told you Brozen was not long for the world. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Is his name Brozen? Yes. That's awesome. Is Brozen Brazen? Did he really? No, he, he's okay. Oh. Does Brozen lift? <laughs> yeah, bro. Yes. Well, we got to do something. We got to get this guy back home, right? These guys, that guy Brozen over there, looks like he's about to fall over, right? So, yeah, we did something bad earlier. We kind of abandoned the city with trash monster or something. So they'll we, be we fine. Got, we got to make up. They'll be fine, right? We got to make up for that morally somehow, right? What do we I, you can do for? that by getting us to the surface, right? But what about this dude? This is not our path. Our path is to the surface, right, Sev? But what about this dude? But this. won't it be easier for us to get to the surface if we help the Azores? How? They are not coming to the surface. Because they are going to stay here. You to the surface. There will be fewer with like enemies overall. There are many fire creatures in the dragon's breath between here and the surface. They will do me no harm. I can part them away for you to get up there. Right. But you need to go home. And if Bellaria is dead, I can turn back around and go home once I've brought you to the surface. All right. So we got to go kill Bellaria. And you kind of see Glum just 
across his arms and some of the other dwarves. Oh, don't get your dwarven panties in a twist. We're going to help you out, too. Leaning up against the wall, they just look exhausted, like they're spent in this rebellion. We've been fighting beside your ilk for days, and maybe you don't tire, but we do. I'll talk to my other folk here and see if we can help you, but we cannot do it now. All right. Take a long rest. You'll be fine in the morning. Your HP will be all the way back up. Any spell slots you have will read, you know, come back. We can ask the Asians to stand out in the hall, and, and we guys can lay in here, and I can have Sam the Benevolent summon a cloud, and then we can slash at it, and everyone cool off and fill up their water. We can take turns sticking our hands in the bag of colding. <laughs> and the, another Azer there, a, a rose gold colored one with a Ooh, perfect sheen and no um, sort of gems or anything. Uh, on him, uh, we can all walk. The only really distinguishing thing, other than the color, is his left hand has only a thumb and forefinger on it, um, and it doesn't match the rest of the plate. It's just bare iron. And he says, "Unless Rekishin comes back, he could be back any day. We must get to the fire plane as quickly as possible, Roran." I think it, our time is best spent arguing about this back and forth in circles. Armin's right. I mean, the sarcasm part, not the message. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I high-five him. <laughs> but if we arrive with exhausted troops, they will be next to useless. Holy hell, we don't need troops. I only have one spell slot left. Didn't we finish? Wait, we just did a long rest. rest. I am perfectly fine. (laughs) (laughs) I am ready to go. I forgot to erase my sheet. Yeah, this was the morning directly after. My bad. Yeah, we're fine. Hey, Arn, do you still have your wings of protection thingy? Yeah. Sweet. Oh, rewrite my plus one. If you're going now, me and my men and ladies are staying here. That's fine. Okay. Let's rest and then help them. Well, we've already rested. I'm fresh as a daisy. We as a group, everybody, except maybe the Azers, they can step out if they're getting too, if the dwarves Listen, are getting too hot. My party I am. over here, right? <laughs> kind of my party, yeah. everyone. Yes. All right. We've done more. We've killed dragons and other Have things. We? You killed a dragon? Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, Dern was, was here with amazing. us then. It was awesome. Um, the last thing we did with Dern. taken down <laughs> much bigger bads than a stupid gin or a drow. I mean, <laughs> drows, right? Sorry, Hannah, that was a joke. Um, we could do it. The, the glares, like the crossfire of glares between <laughs> Blum and Hannah that you're receiving now. Uh, roll a, <laughs> a wisdom saving throw. Magic? Nope. <laughs> Who's oh. casting what? She's going to take psychic you damage. You just take from one psychic damage <laughs> from the pure concentrated... Um, anger that's being directed at you from multiple directions. <laughs> Alright, that's fine. <laughs> Just let's do it. Fight the drow! Fight the drow! Fight the drow! Stop! They need to rest. We can rest for a little bit and then we can go fight the drow. They're not going to come and they're not going to... They win. will. No, they won't. Hey, dwarves! Raise your hands if you want to come fight the drow with us. After a rest. We will go after a rest. We have no desire See? to go fight the bitch. We have a desire to get to the surface, but if that's the path to the surface, we'll take it. But we want to take it. We want to take it right now. <laughs> See? Best See? Way, says Mario, yeah, the other dwarf. The, the, <laughs> the Mario shirt right now is behind, amazing. Um, yeah. <laughs> he, right. He's from a different mine. 
right. Well, there we go. Let's take a rest then. I mean, we already got one, but... It's okay. I'll just wait. do push-ups. Now do any of you guys need ring. healing? I mean, if we're about to take a rest. And the Azers are going to be mad because we're wasting time. Blah, blah, blah. Everyone's going to be mad about something. Yeah. Okay, don't pull a Kip again. You too. We're not. We're not. Mad. Who is Kip? Oh. <laughs> Dur stabbed him with a spear. <laughs> just Man, some, like, halfling. Asshole, just sometimes. Halfling nerd. I don't know. He was a nerd. So, yeah, one Azer looks over to the other. I guess, is this conversation something you're having? It's kind of a small room, so I think everybody's kind yeah, of hears everything that's it. going on. Uh, the one who was just kind of angry a, a minute ago says to um, the one who's been talking to you. The the first one who was talking to you was Roran. Uh, the other one said to him. So you would know that. Um, and and the one with the missing finger says to Roran, If we wait here, Brozen will extinguish. We must go. These mortals have been helpful, but they are only mortal. Excuse me. And how, how long well does will you do without them? We can make it to the fire plane. No, you can't. Look at the state you guys are in. You're not going to make it there. You've been trying. Yes, you can't do it. Listen, get your panties out of a twist and wait for us. You'll be fine. How can we help him not get extinguished for the next, I don't know, eight hours? Roran uh, looks over to all of you and back over at um, the one with the missing fingers and says I am glad you retain your passion Rosen but we have tried Rosen and Brosen? Yes. <laughs> Rosen, Brosen, Roran and is there another Azer? There is another one in here. There's a the one you ha- who hasn't spoken is this brass Jimmy. colored one with an emerald <laughs> welded <laughs> Um, like set in a setting over top of where his uh, eye would be. Like an My eye bad, patch. Emmy. Yeah, kind of. Like um, Emerald? Yes, I was wanting to write down Emerald or Emmy. We could not stand against the Myrmidon without the drow, without the salamanders that have been brought here. The what? We cannot do it without them as much as we would like to think that we could. We help them. They help us. We wait and we pray that Rosen's passion remains till the morning when he can fight and reignite his flame. Hey, Brosen, you said you got to make things, right? You got to make things to get that passion? And you hear um, kind of a... All right, well, here, and I open up the side pocket of my my so important <laughs> yeah and i pour out my tinkering tools and my tinkering stuff and, and say let's go crazy reaches down <laughs> for the small tinkering tools that he picks up into his hand like your largest hammer between his two fingers mm-hmm. and he goes and just kind of shakes his head and kind of sinks a little bit with his shoulders uh, slouched Come on, it's fun. Let me show you. We make things in the forge of the elemental fire. Not with child's toys. You can't take offense at that. (laughs) Trying to help, Brozen. Trying to help. Sometimes you have to adapt. And he just kind of goes over to the side of the room where there's that big stone chair 
uh, carved next to the wall and just clang down into the chair. I've got to clean up all these things on my own now. <laughs> don't pour your toys all over the floor if you don't want to clean them up. So, we will wait if we must wait. Dwarves, Lauren how long says, do you need? I, uh, some time to sleep, perhaps, would be enough. Uh, some water. Uh, we have a bit of, of rations that we took with us from the uh, Dawn Spire. After that, I guess we'll be as good as we're going to get down here in this place. All right. Okay. Well, let's long wait. rest. All right. Well, you guys can't long rest again because you did wait. just we'll long chill. rest. They long rest. But they can settle down to sleep. Or how much water are you sharing? Because you had two days worth for four people. Half of one day. As much as it takes. Zev actually attempts a sleight of hand to see if he can hide his water from... Okay. You people well, are you monsters. Would, I mean, you can try to hide it, but you also... They haven't made a grab for it or anything either. I hand a full bag to Glum. Okay, so you're down to one day of water. Yeah, I'll give them one day. One day. Okay. Yeah, make it easier. I'll give them a day. All right, so that's... For five of them, that's about half of a normal day's worth of water, so... Uh, they'll drink that happily and and, uh, and settle down to rest. The Azers don't sleep, obviously, so they're just a little seemingly anxious. Like, they don't want to go back outside because they were hiding in here. So there's just a little bit of clang uh, noises as they're shifting around on the ground until... Can, um, except for uh, Brozen. Can Zev go up to Brozen, like... Just talk to him. Sure. Um, excuse me. Yes. Uh, so you, you you make lots of things in a forge, correct? <sighs> so you must know a lot about weapons and armor and other things of that sort, yes? Yes, although now it's just the basics. Okay. Have you ever seen a sword like this? And he vamps the sword into his hand. Okay. Hands. Um, he lifts up his hands. Be careful. And he gingerly sets it in. I might just eat your soul. And he just looks Try not over, to cut yourself. Looks at the runes. <laughs> um, does it have souls in it? One. Uh, Night hag. Okay. And you watch down his arm, this like crystallizing and con- or condensing of water, like from the coldness of the sword. Um, um, is that a bad thing? Do you want me to take it back? Mm, no. Okay. I'm scared for you at the moment. He just looks at it and he says, It is beautiful beyond my skill. And he hands it back to you. And there's just kind of a... The handle now of the sword is very hot. Hey! <laughs> and just poofs it away. <laughs> As he sees it just disappear. So you you said this is beyond your skill, correct? Yes. Beyond doesn't that make you want to keep trying? So maybe roll a persuasion check. Uh, 16 plus my charisma, correct? Yeah, which is high. It's four, so it's 20. You see just his shoulders unhunch just a little bit as he sits up uh, in the chair more proudly. And you see kind of how these... Chairs, even though these are just in a room in the wall, sort of have a feeling of a throne for each and every one of them uh, in each room. 
and he looks, you know, powerful and prideful for the first time since you've seen him. And he says, yes, I am sure that if you can hold on for just a few more days, that you could reignite your flame and build something that could rival this sword. In fact, it may even need a pair because this one is always cold. I'm sure one needs to be constructed that is always a little bit warmer. He, uh, watch the beard. <laughs> the minute set. Flame up a little bit more for just a second yeah. uh, and extinguish down a little bit. And Zev just smiles like a happy child yeah. at this point. Um, but he looks uh, as much as you can read a creature made of metal and fire. With no faced, facial expressions. Yeah, yeah. With the body language that, that he gives off from that. Thanks for listening to Date Night. I'm Amy. If you want more Date Night, I wanted to let you know about our premium episodes that are available on Podbean or directly at datenightpodcast.com. If you go to our website and click the Behind the Screens tab, you can become a premium member and hear at least one extra episode every month. These episodes have alternate GMs, guest players, or the normal crew, but in situations outside the main campaign. It's only $2 a month or $20 for a yearly subscription, and it's a great way to support us and help us cover some of the costs of running the show. So again, click on the Behind the Screens tab over at datenightpodcast.com to learn more. Or if you're a Podbean listener, you can subscribe directly from our Podbean feed in the mobile app or on the desktop site. Now, back to the action. I'd like to do an arcana check on my ring. All right, yeah, do so. I'm going to watch. This is a good time. You have some time. 20. It is a ring of mind shielding. Uh, Which does require attunement. But so, since you don't have that belly button ring to worry about anymore. Well, that wasn't attuned, <laughs> so uh, you would have to probably unattune something if you wanted to wear this, because I think you have three things attuned already. What do I have attuned? Uh, your math destruction, I think, is attuned. Um, Tashi's life siphon is attuned. And the ring of blissful ignorance. Is that it? Not. Yeah, okay. I think those are the three you have attuned. Yeah, that makes um, sense. I can read you the Ring of Mind Shielding if you'd like. Yeah, please do. That is not a homebrew item. That's in the. Wow, a real uh, item? Yeah. Uh, well, wearing this ring, you are immune to magic that allow other creatures to read your thoughts um, or to use magic that can determine if you're lying or know your alignment or know your actual creature type. So if you're like disguised as something they can't look through your illusion and see that you're actually a gnome creatures can telepathically communicate with you if you allow it while wearing the ring and you can use um, an action to make the ring invisible or visible mm-hmm. so you can hide it if you die while wearing the ring your soul enters it unless it already houses a soul and you can remain in the ring or you can leave for the afterlife as long as your soul is in the ring, you can communicate with any creature wearing it. A wearer cannot prevent this telepathic communication. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, the creature has, has his afterlife picked out now. There we go. So you've got that. It's like a horcrux. You are... Um, no way. You, you are... Say that so happily. Here long enough to have a short rest, which would be what you would need to attune it, but you'd have to swap something out. So it's up to you uh, if you want to do that or not. And Is you there can only wear. In it already? Do you already have two rings? Mm-mm, I just have the ring of blissful. Okay. Ignorance. But he has ten fingers. Yeah, but you can only wear two rings. 
one for each hand, and you direct your hand to. Because that'd be tacky. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, you look like that that ant we all have. But what if that's part of your style? <laughs> nope. I think only two you of the rings can be the, magical. Then. Yeah, you can only gain the benefits of two magic rings. Oh, okay. See, that's mm-hmm. more reasonable than saying you're only Unless allowed you also to wear have the, the ring of New Jersey on. In this case, you can wear as many rings as you want. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's a special item. That's it's a, a thumb ring. It's a it's a chain. <laughs> it's a chain. Yeah. All right. So I'll take off Tashi's life siphon. Yeah, you haven't used that too much. I don't even or know at all. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, you have to have somebody no one, willing. Yeah, no one wants to <laughs> give me two d10 of life. That's nope. right. Okay. Um, is there anything else you want to do during this time? The the dwarves are going to sleep at least six hours. So you may have spent half an hour kind of identifying the ring and and stuff. My CrossFit routine. Yeah. Aaron's <laughs> just as anxious in this room as some of the Azers um, who enjoy watching Aaron doing one-handed push-ups in the corner of the room kind of approving. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question, GM. Yeah. DM. Person over there. Uh, you don't have a size on this cloud shield. A size? Yeah. It just says it hovers a shield of clouds that hovers near a target. I'm just wondering if I were to uh, try like and cast it. Like a five-foot cube. Okay. So if I were to cast it over in the corner or something, it wouldn't harm the azers or anything? No, there would be room to put it in the far corner if you want. I would wait till they're awake to do that, though. Yeah. Well, no, they're not asleep. The... The no, the, the dwarves. The dwarves. Oh. If she's going to make it rain on the dwarves, that seems like a rude awakening. <laughs> well, I don't know. What are you doing with it? Or do you want to wait? I was going to let them refill their water. Okay. Can I, I read the thing just to see? Does it say how much water it generates? A steady f- rain falls for six seconds over the spot where the cloud hovered. Okay. That, that's what I needed to see. Six seconds, steady rain, five foot cube. You could, you know, if you... Is there like a bathtub in here? No, <laughs> not not in the Azer wall. Um, you could try and rig up something to catch as much of the water as you could and funnel it. Um, you could maybe try. fill a, a water skin if you could tinker something together. Sure. Crit fail. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I got this. Uh, that's a strainer. You say, yeah, uh, let's see. You tinker a strainer. What? what so you expend some junk from your inventory. I guess look through and see what looks like it might have been able to have been converted into a funnel. Um, and you tried to kind of put it together and, and cracked a thing or two. It could have been um, like a blanket or, you know, a skin or something, too, that you were using to mm-hmm. catch the water like a tarp. But it, it doesn't work out. As you watch the Grease Wizard tinker something together in the corner and it just kind of collapse and tear. Oh. Is Marion still alive? You, you is Marin still I undead? I shake my bag a little bit. <laughs> you, you wouldn't really notice what's going on in there. Because it's like another dimension. So you really don't know what's going what on with Marin. to see what will happen. We should totally unleash him on the uh, on the drow. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Either the drow or the myrmidons. Bloody hell, I know what I'm going to do with my backpack. Sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that it then? Yeah. All right. So the... The dwarves take their rest. It's about six or seven hours after uh, you had the conversation with them. So you've been up for maybe half the day, just kind of, again, maybe getting antsy where you are, especially Aaron. Um, were you going to try and do something with the water despite not having a, a funnel system? I was going to ask the Asians and the dwarves if they had any ideas to catch water. 
they just kind of um, the the best thing any of them has is like a shield that kind of has a little bit of a bend in it. Are you guys able to take off your breastplates? Maybe who? Any of them wearing plate armor? The dwarves. The dwarves and maybe the azers. The dwarves don't have armor. They were slaves down here. Okay. So the, the then Azers, I would ask the Azers. I'm like, would this yeah. be okay or is that a mm. no-no? It's all one piece. Okay, just wanted to check. So you guys have shields? Yeah, that's the probably best thing. It's one of those, I don't know what they're called, like a, a long, almost tower-type shield that has a, a curve to it that comes to almost a point in the front where the two pieces come together, so it makes like a trough. So that wouldn't so be so bad at catching rain. All four of them have shields? No, one of the Azers has it. Oh, only one? It's Roran's. Okay, so I guess we'll try to do that and see how much we can collect. Okay. You know, some is better than none. You can probably collect about half a day's worth of water for one person in it. So it'll be about what you get. So are you going to add that to any of your water stores or divvy that out or what? Um, I'll offer it to whoever needs it most, not okay. you. Probably the the dwarves. So, <laughs> so the, the dwarves will drink that easily because it's like a cup of water each for them. 13 maybe. I rolled an 18 and then there was sleight of hand on top of it. So so you've got two days worth of water left and everybody or else do still I? has one. Uh, Hannah would have given one out too. So, uh, Okay. Uh, well, frozen. He kind of stands up on his chest, and you hear a clong, clong type noise, and the other four, and you hear that clang. You go, let's go. And then, uh, Woo! Kinda, what are all your names so that we can talk oh, to each other? Sure. I should mention uh, during that rest, uh, Kalman shows back up. Too, back <gasps> yeah, you Which just Kalman? didn't mention yeah, that. I forgot to, I forgot to say that before we stood back up. Hi, Kalman. Oh, hi. Which one are you? This room is full. Very full. Uh, it's the one in all plate armor. Twenty-eight. Hi, twenty-eight. Hi, Ra. Sorry, it's just we know Kalman dash six. I know. We're just we got nicknames now. It's great. What's mine? Uh. Good answer. <laughs> that's pretty good. No, that's 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 pretty good. It's a good nickname for me. Oh yeah, that, that I, it wasn't that I couldn't think of one. All right, what, <laughs> what are we doing? Did a Motron just tell a lie? Huh? <gasps> or did it because his name is Er? My name is Er. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Thank you. But that was a couple less U's in there. Good job, Calman. I love it. Oh, uh, okay. That's my new nickname. Now he said, uh, you went, oh. <laughs> Anyways, so apparently we're fighting an evil drow, and then we're going to go fight some mermaids. Sound cool? Which I hear are not the same thing as mermaids. Oh, man. I was hoping to see some mermaids. They're half fish. Oh, Why? he likes fish, too. Doesn't everybody like fish? I like fish. Not like you. Calmans do. Apparently. To be fair, I have only known one. One uh, fish? You did meet the other one. one. <laughs> <laughs> he came with you guys as far as the temple. So oh, you've traveled right. with him for a couple days. But I get confused sometimes. Not that long. <laughs> Zav, you totally met the other Calvin. Sometimes it feels like there are other people in here. <laughs> we kind of uh, well, fast traveled through that, though. 
All right. Well, All right. Um, great. So, what do we need? Just like water. Ah. We all only have one day's water left. Do we have any, um... <laughs> Roll a deception check. <laughs> uh, let's see. 10, 14, 14. I think just in the, you know, dropping it in conversation, that's probably enough to not <laughs> have any kind of tell when you say it. Um, if we've got any uh, bad water, I, I can make it gooder? I pee. Oh my god! <laughs> Just on <laughs> immediately, your, your chaps are wet. <laughs> oh. oh no! Oopsie! <laughs> okay. All right, go stand next to the Azer so you can dry off. I guess. Uh, all right, I can stand next to the Azer to dry off. <laughs> Just got a pelvis forward. <laughs> <laughs> The brass colored one with the emerald over one eye, you're kind of in its blind spot. <laughs> Wait, but it's still gonna be there. It's just gonna be dry. It's just gonna be dry. That's all. Here, can I borrow someone's water skin? No. <laughs> I pull out the brush of happy accidents because I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> well, theoretically, I could. Put a new cloud over him and rinse him off. No, let him live How with the ghost. How often can you do that? <laughs> it says duration one out, hour and three charges to summon Sam. Oh, so you could do another charge and make another cloud? Yes. Wait, so Calvin can't make that water good? Well, he can um, collect it. I don't know. I mean, wh- were you trying to collect it? Because it was just, I peed. <laughs> <laughs> so- my idea was that I tried to collect it, but okay. it's okay if I just peed myself. If you put it in a bottle, uh, that's okay. That's up to you. Not, we'll one, of my, not one of my water skins. <laughs> into a, jar. I pee into a water skin. Okay. Like discreetly? And then or... hand it to no, Yeah, hand Kalman? it to Kalman. All right. Um, Kalman takes 10 minutes. This is warm. <laughs> <laughs> After sloshing it around a little bit. Oh you my see him God. put his little Modron hand over the top and kind of closes one big eye. Okay. And he hands it back to you. Please drink Thank it. Thank you. I drink it. It's water. Mmm. It's still warm, though. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, all your water's warm, I think, right now. So at least there's that. But you know. <laughs> all right. What comes around goes around. But it's not that much water because you haven't been, ha- you know. You've been a little careful with your water. I think we've all changed. Okay. So you wanted to know their names. I'll just do this out of character a little bit. Maybe it'll be easier. Roran is the one who seems to be the leader with the two fire opals in his fists and the shield. Uh, Zezarin is the one with the emerald over its eye. Brozen is the one with the green patina, the uh, bronze one. And then Rosen is the rose gold plated uh, Azer with the missing fingers. Okay. And the dwarves. Um, I have Glum and the dwarves. Glum? <laughs> How many of the dwarves? There are five Seven? in total. No, there are five. Well, I guess technically it'd be six and a half. Sleepy. Four and a half, I mean. Happy. Sam threw me off. I know how to count. <laughs> Emaciated female was one of them. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. All right, we ready to go attack, whatever. 
Yes. Just go in. Dwarves, are you ready? Lead the way. We're as ready as we're going to be for this foolish plan, I suppose. All right, charge! No. Um, Sneak. So, uh, Valaria, uh, near the uh, opening to the elemental plane of fire, uh, is uh, going to have a few guards potentially with her, either the Myrmidons that she's been sending out on patrols looking for us. If we're lucky, there won't be too many of them there. But we haven't been very lucky. Uh, I haven't been very lucky, I I suppose. Um, And there's also uh, salamanders here. And one of the Azers, uh, Zezrin, says, "Mm, The fire snakes have been brought here to replace us. Okay, salamander clearly means a different thing to you than it means to me. Right, aren't they like this big? Yeah, I'm not threatened. No, they are kind of wet. Creatures of elemental fire and twisted into the shape of snakes with large jaws and teeth. But don't salamanders have legs? Um, That's like the exact opposite of everything I know about salamanders. Okay. Uh, the, The worms, when they're born, they do not, but these are adults. They are adequate smiths as well. And work in How? They got tiny arms. They're tiny arms. <laughs> <laughs> they will never be masters, but they're tiny arms. <laughs> Sorry, oh, hot right. topic. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> they care not for us because... You have arms. <laughs> they are jealous. Big arms. They look like big, strong arms, don't they? Yes, they do. Very strong. <sighs> They like us not because we have made poor slaves for the Ifrit. We wane and die. So the Ifrit have found them and taken most of their race into slavery instead. They blame us. That's a really stupid way of looking at things. Right. They should blame the Ifrit. It's clearly his fault. Have you tried talking to them about this? I like to find that I, I find that talking often helps. Hmm. Maybe when we get down there, we can just go, "Hey, it's not their fault; it's the Afrid's fault," and then we will have more friends. You can hope, maybe. I doubt it. I will yell very loudly. I've got a ring to help with that. Ah, I believe fantastic. in him. Salamanders that are here are kept in uh, chains, perhaps separate from where Bellaria is. We could go there. If you wanted before we went to Bellaria. Um, but uh, the sight of us would probably anger them. Can we just go separately and you guys hang back? Maybe? Could we try it? Um, Grease Wizard has an idea and I'm really nervous. I do have an idea, but I am wearing three rings. So I take my Mighty Morphin Power Ring and just stick it in my pocket. Okay. Because that doesn't need attunement. Right. I can just pop it you on. You can use an action to swap them if you want. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I guess uh, Zezrin's the one who's been talking to you. He says, if you're quick about it. It is always worth the time to make a new friend. <laughs> we'll send you then. Okay. All right. Uh, How's your mouse doing, by the way? He's fine. I've been feeding him. Well, isn't he kind of stifling in the pocket 
think. I'm 10 degrees cooler than everything else. Okay. And I've been using armor of Agathis infrequently. That's true. All right, so you want them to kind of tell you where the salamanders are? That's kind of the deal? Or take sure. us 90% of the way. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you set out um, heading in that direction. The Azers, you quickly find, not the stealthiest creatures around. They're on par with Kalman, I guess, except they also glow. But isn't Kalman a rogue? <laughs> no, not this Kalman. No, this Kalman is not. This Kalman's in full plate armor and clangs as, well, he is full plate armor. It's welded onto him, um, but it still makes quite a racket as he moves around. So um, he's like a big hollow metal ball, basically. Guys, oh. check it out. I'm like one of the sneakiest people here. <laughs> Does he have a pocket dimension, too? Uh, you don't know. Hey, Kalman, open yep. up your back. Huh? Open up your head. Um, he's just wondering if you have a pocket dimension too. Um, I have a, I have a pocket. (laughs) Where? Um, on my belt. It's a pouch. Let me see in it. That's where I keep my things. Let me see. Grease wizard. Roll a persuasion check. (laughs) Darn it! Wizard will forever Bye. be trying to look into Calvin and his pockets. Oh, he's so angry. He he guardedly, with his one eye fixed on you, cinches the pocket on his the pouch on his belt tight shut uh, shut tighter tight shutter. <laughs> I, I made a tight shutter. Fine. <laughs> clang clang clang. <laughs> uh, we are likely to be seen or heard. Or smelled. That's your own Which fault. one of us? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave that the way it is. Um, but you do walk. It's not far until you get to a place where you do see um, these chains. They're built into the actual side uh, or bottom of the wall um, near where one of the places of lava runs. So it's pretty hot. Um, but as you get up there... You see a couple of salamanders, uh, which, again, are kind of what I just described. But they're pretty tall. They're like six foot tall, even though they're hunched over in kind of a little bit of an S shape. They have long tails, and you can just see that there's just fire built into their actual essence. Like, they're not creatures you would probably find outside of a place like this. I'm picturing Trogdor. Trogdor. Yes, kind of the more two more different S's. Mm-hmm. No, no arm off his back. Mm-hmm. Consummate V's? No, yeah. Consummate V's of, of flame, sure. Love Hashtag it. not sponsored. We love you. And their their teeth are Does he have, Do they have legs? Yes. Uh, short short legs. Muscular legs. But short. Um, and you see two of them are chained up uh, kind of in the part of the wall. And the Azers have uh, kind of stopped before you went, came around the corner and went so that they weren't in view. There okay. are a few here. Just to... They may be with Bellaria, I know not. Or at the forge. Why are these guys chained up? Maybe they were uncooperative. My favorite. If they were wanting to come here and be better slaves than you guys, why would they still want to be slaves? What? (laughs) Anyone wants to be a slave. I'm just trying to... I need a daft deer. Nobody wants to be a slave. I'm just kind of confused as to why they would come here to willingly take your place when you guys were slaves. Well, there's nothing willing about it. The Efreets 
have enslaved their people for Oh, so they're enslaved years. too? Yes. So maybe we could more easily get them to come with us. That is why we are here. <laughs> Just trying to make sure everything's clear. Can I climb up to the ones that are chained? Uh, what do you mean climb? Yeah, they're on the ground. Like, oh, I thought you said the they bottom were, of the uh, wall. They're chained to a big, basically metal protru- protrusion from the side of the wall. That's like a like go a car. big eye hook or a bumper car. Or a, a bumper car of uh, metal sticking out that's like welded in, so that you could chain basically an entire army to one hook, and it there was no chance of it being pulled out. Um, but they're just in um, normal, uh, thick iron chains uh, around there. Can I pick stubby it? Stubby legs. We need to talk we, to them Yes. Rest. Yeah, so you go around the corner, uh, and they would spot you after you were moving for a little bit. But I need to look something up real quick. Hands Hi up. ho, good friends. We are part of the rebellion. Hands up, non-threat gesture. I'd like to join. And I can also show you a picture of them. I need to see what languages they speak, basically. Oh. Common or orcish? Common or orcish? Are they... Gnomish um, or undercommon? Gnomish or undercommon? I think I wrote it down. Primordial? Uh, I didn't... No, Monster Manual 268. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Date Night Podcast. I was close. Uh, this is what they look like. He actually doesn't have feet. He just has kind of arms. Oh, so he looks like a fire mm-hmm. naga. Fire snakes, where, what part of that is, what is his face? I was face? more describing the young ones mm. in my head, but this is more... Some place in between those two things is what Can you're I looking see at. This is the salamander, the elder one. And I'm trying to figure out where, what part of this is the face. This is the fire snake. And they're, some, they're young... And they haven't developed because they've been enslaved. So there's some place in between those two creatures. Cool. I don't understand. Um, Does it mention but language? As you move uh, toward them and say something, you just hear a sound back from them that sounds almost like uh, crackling fire just come out of its mouth and it goes. Hello. And Kira says, I understand that. Hmm. Do you? Primordial. Nope. No, it says here, primordial. Yep, but that's not what it's speaking. But Arin does oh. speak. Uh, but Arin does understand that. Because I need to use my plot point that okay. I got Finally. months ago. Okay. Uh, it is Ingen. Well, don't you want to know why Arin, yeah. Arin speaks that? But I figured Ignin? I'd tell you what it was. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, I just Ign- got excited. Ignin. 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 Mm-hmm. Ignin. 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 Yeah. Arin. Ignin. Arin didn't know that she spoke that language, but Kylina actually understands it. And there was a time way back before the salamanders were enslaved by the Azores when um, after her hunts, Kylina would have these huge bonfires and the salamanders were guests of honor and they answered to her. All right. That's really <laughs> cool. Yeah, that, that's cool. So usually with the plot point, you wouldn't be able to keep something permanently, but we're going to encounter that language fairly rarely. So I think yeah. that's something you can keep as like a new language if you want to write it down for spending your plot point here. How do you spell that? Uh, I-G-N-A-N. Um, plus then... 
potentially you have a maybe a little bit of uh, knowledge about the creatures, um, which could come in handy if you're going to be talking to them. So um, would Aaron know some things about them then, you think? They are made of fire. Yeah, I'd, I think... She wouldn't, and then all of a sudden, when she saw them, like that kind, of, those kinds of memories would start coming back. Okay, so um, you do know, kind of, they weren't always enslaved. They're still not a hundred percent enslaved as a race. There's one um, free sort of society of them still left inside the plane of fire um, that hasn't been taken, we but it's it's there. pretty small. Um, but it's built into like this side of this fiery cliff um, that they've been able to defend pretty well. They are, uh, despite what uh, the Azers said about them not being particularly adept smiths, they're equal to Azers and their ability to craft. They can actually even, the largest of them can almost be their own forges and melt the metal with just the will of their... uh, you know, and just inside their hands if they desire to heat it to that point. So inside cool. their tiny hands. Yeah. Um, and when you see them, their arms are like almost human-sized arms, but compared to the Azers, they're kind of scrawny. Um, they also, if you get too close to them, can just burn you. So you, you would probably know a little bit of about that. Um, but that, that's probably... Unless you have any questions about them, that's probably about the general knowledge that you recall all of a sudden. Um, no, that seems good. Okay. So are you approaching them since you understood what it was saying? So you heard that yeah, what did it? Well, what did they yeah. say? Because I just said I understood. You heard all that crackling and basically um, you heard them say, chains, chains on my father's, my brother's. Uh, hi. And Wait, does everyone else hear me speaking in this crazy yeah, fire yeah. language? You basically sound like a roaring fire talking back to it. Well, that's new. What did she eat before we came? <laughs> <laughs> um, and when you speak back with that tongue, you can kind of see it almost cock its head a little bit. And the two of them slither toward you uh, to the end of where their chains will let them move. And they say... Uh, tongue of fire and mouth of mortal uh yeah i i'm close with kylina uh she says hi too by the way okay and there's a little bit of recognition like this is an old name to them but maybe not one that uh they know that much about these two it's like a a name they're younger ones Yeah. yeah but not one they understand um, so, uh, <laughs> I wasn't expecting to get this far, to be honest. Um, you are mortal in a place of fire. You have come here for what purpose? Well, I'm a little bit immortal too, but the mortals as a group, uh, we're here because we want to free you. Probably. What is she saying, guys? Know. <laughs> Everybody knows languages. Then remove these chains and we will be free. I Look, I'd love to do that, but I do. I need to know that uh, you're not going to hurt us. Like, ideally, us. Well, the mortals. 
and she, I guess uh, and our allies. She looks over your shoulder and sees the. You have done us no ill. We will go to the fire plane if we are released. Would you mind helping us uh, take revenge on your captors first? We're trying to start kind of an uprising thing here, and if everyone just kind of goes their separate ways, it loses effectiveness really quickly. Mm, yes. The, the way to the plane of fire is closed. We will help you open it. Can you give me your word? You used a plot point. <laughs> I swear on your plot point. We swear on this point of plot <laughs> that we shall aid you. Did you talk to them about the okay. Asians and dwarves? Um. Oh. Okay. Um. Yeah. One more thing. We do have some Azers going with us. <laughs> they. I know there's beef between you guys, but um, I promise you. Yeah, that would be well done beef. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, no I'm a vegetarian, so that doesn't really <laughs> concern me. We have no desire to bring Azers back into the plane of fire. Well, look at it this way. As soon as we get to the plane of fire, get that open, you guys can just go your separate ways. Temporary truth. What are you guys talking about? Um, and um, the Azers are pretty mad about being enslaved too so who knows if you guys start an allyship now you might be able to use that in the future to like you know Mm -hmm. we will fight we will not be friends okay whatever Um, so I I turn to the rest of our group and I say okay guys they're cool well (laughs) they're, they're good what about the doors and azers? Are they going to at least behave? They'll behave. I, I'm like 92% sure they'll behave. Will they talk to the other salamanders on our behalf? Kira speaks primordial. Would she under- know that she speaks the same language as the salamanders too? What? Does yes. primordial mean all the elemental languages? Language of primordials and elementals. The giant language was debased form of yeah, it. Yeah, it's... Some of the elementals then speak the common language of primordial, but these do not. Considered like how a group of dialects of primordial. Ignan is that. Oh, it's a group, one of the dialects of primordial? Yes. Then you might understand it, or you might understand part of the words being spoken within it. Like someone who knows Spanish hearing someone speak Portuguese? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, game mom. God, yeah. how much of this do I understand? Uh, roll an intelligence I check. used a plot point, so... But Sam is mad at me for not using earlier. I'm not mad at you. Well, well that also made them much more... Uh, intelligence, friendly? just flat intelligence, mm-hmm. plus a mod, 18. Um, you could pick up on quite a bit of the conversation, maybe not the nuances of it. I attempt to say, so if they are going to fight with us and you'll fight with us. Will you at least not fight each other while we try and get you guys back home Uh, and broken primordial? Yeah. Will you not fight the pants and the cheese when home? (laughs) (laughs) Fight not the cheese and pants. The pants and cheese are safe from our spears. All right. (laughs) 
Let's do it. Thank you, I say, but actually it comes out, happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) You too. (laughs) Do you hear the Azer sing, singing the song? All right, guys, they're going to help us. Let's unchain them. All right. Okay. Okay, so there are some big chains around them that loop back through that uh, big hook uh, sticking out of the wall about 12 feet up or so. Um, but the, the lock is kind of where the connection is down near the ground where somebody could actually reach it to take them out. Like a gnome, perhaps. I scoot back around the corner and I tell the dwarves and azers that they'll wait, at no, least not fight each says. other. I'm, okay. I'm proficient. And if they would come and possibly help break their chains. Zev rolled a 20. Mm-hmm. On a thieves tools check? Yeah, 17 plus 3. Okay. Like As the azers are coming over, seemingly to come open the chain... Zev's already picked it and popped it open. And How uh, many salamanders total noise. do we have? Two. Okay, cool. they um, unwrap the chains from around. Zev gives them a thumbs up. They're they're kind of uh, torsos, I guess. They they don't really have legs. Um, they pull them out so that they can actually move. Uh, you hear them kind of hiss a little bit at the azers, and they just kind of seem to keep their distance a little bit from oh, each other. Be cool. It's okay. Be cool. And Steak's good. Not possible. Steak's good. <laughs> and uh, Brozen is, again, so- sort of looking a little uh, peaked, I guess if you could call it that. All right, well. But actually, when the uh, one of the salamanders hisses in his direction, he flames up a little bit. Oh. Yeah, that's not bad. Okay. I would try to pat him on the shoulder, but we all know how that would end. I don't think you should do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I start to, and then I just back off oh, yeah. and do then thumbs Then you up. remember that time you touched the hot stove in, in your father's uh, <laughs> cottage, right? Thank you, stepmother. All right. For the not spit leaves. All right, what's next? Keep malaria? On. Yeah, Throwing. malaria. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Uh, so you're going to – you start heading in that direction. Um Sidestepping some spots actually in the uh, ground here that bubble uh, with the molten uh, magma that populates this chamber that that is red rock, like this huge underground um, cavern. I'm going to need some new boots when we're topside. But overall, if you're paying attention to where you're walking, uh, it's pretty safe. While you're running around, you figure in combat, these sorts of things could be hazardous. Um, so you That's kinda, called foreshadowing, kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you kind of get that impression as you go. Dum, da, um, you do start moving forward. You watch in the distance one of those uh, myrmidons just kind of drifting along the ground, uh, seemingly heading away toward like your exit, as if it's making a patrol. Uh, it's about. I don't think we're going to be good at hiding. Three hundred feet away. Yeah, it's not dark in here, so there's no kind of dark vision requirements here. Uh, and this thing's on fire, so you see it kind of toward the um, dragon's breath part. Just gonna keep moving, or I mean, wait for it to move a little further, or wait for it to pass. I think. Long enough to make sure that it's looking the other way, and if I think that it might turn back this way, then I'll cast. Pass without trace. Okay. Um, how many people can you pack? Ca- ca- I am pretty sure that it doesn't lot. have a limit. Anything it's like all creatures. Yeah, I think it's each creature I choose within thirty feet of yeah. you. 
Yeah, you could if you wanted to, you could get most. But you wait a small bit. It doesn't look like it's taken any notice of where you are. Um, it looks like it's not so much maybe patrolling, but sort of making a beeline toward the uh, cave exit that you have marked on your map. Okay, we'll get there. Let it go. All right. So you uh, steal forward a little bit further, and you see uh, ahead of you. Could we summon Elsa here to help us fight them? That would be amazing. You're kind of like Elsa because you're cold. Yes, only I steal souls. <laughs> Elsa stole my soul. <laughs> we are getting off track. Hashtag um, not sponsored. So uh, you move a little bit further, and you do see what can only be described as just this overpowering red inferno um, that in the middle is sort of glowing in different colors of blue and then white sort of built into this what is otherwise an uneven part of the cavern but here is just seemingly what they're talking about in terms of a way to enter uh, another plane but it looks almost like pure fire pouring out of it is more of the magma that's running over toward um, back toward the wall where you saw the the one lake or the one river of it near where the salamanders were Um, and it's just pouring out kind of slowly um, but steadily through through part of that portal. And this blast of heat just, uh, even though you're hundreds of feet away from this particular spot, it goes up another probably 15 degrees as you move to where that, there's nothing of these Azer buildings that you've kind of been going in between, between you and that portal. Um, standing there beside it is uh, a salamander, who's actually making something in the fires. Looks like he has it poured in there. He's a small snake-like. He looks younger even than the ones that you've grabbed. Um, And then a maybe not comfortable distance away, but uh, enough distance away that she is not burning up, is this commander uh, who's wearing this um, red leather armor over herself. Um, and you gather that that's, uh, Bellaria. You're maybe, again, a few hundred feet away, kind of in the shadow of this building. You peeked out and felt that flame ducked back behind it. Uh, and that's kind of what's waiting for you out in that direction. I so have an idea. One salamander you and Bellaria. Um, you can make a perception check if you want to look around anymore. I will also make a perception check. Thank you. Because it's really hot in here. I can't perception. see my eyes are watering. Mm-hmm. Four, 16. seven, five. Eleven. So 16's the high. You think you see another Myrmidon nearby who just kind of over to the side behind another. There, there's like some big uh, stuff that they have set up here to actually work on the weapons, like racks and carts full of ore. And you kind of see it go behind a ramshackle stone structure uh, over there. It looks like it's kind of patrolling this area. So there is another thing here mm-hmm. that we saw. This Grease Wizard saw it. All right. I, I tell them that. Okay. And I say, I got an idea. What is it? All right. Tell so, us first. All right. I will. Let me fly What above. is it? All right. I'm getting to that. <laughs> I'm going to. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. Fly 
above her. The the bat. The don't be shy. <laughs> Fine. I could just I could just no, do it. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Tell me what it is. All right, I'll fly above her. I could dump this skeleton boy out of my bag. See if they have a little tussle. And uh, Hannah, let me borrow your cloak so I could look less visible. Right? Can we get one of the salamanders to peek out and try and tell the little guy over there that we're okay? Well, here, here I mean, here's the thing. I was going to give this ring, a mighty morph and power ring, to Aaron. And yes. as soon, well, wait, briefly, what does that do? Makes your voice real loud. Mm-hmm. Uh. And I scream, <laughs> scream, "Viva la revolution!" <laughs> and then uh, attack. I guess roll initiative, right? So that way, Salamander Buddy, he's going to be on our side if he sees some of his Salamander friends going out there. I see one flaw with this plan. Right. What is it? What if Marin doesn't fight with her and just comes after us? Or what if he's dead and you just dump out a bunch of bones on her? <laughs> I mean, either way. I mean, let's Legending see. We, damage? We could see. Well, if things go bad, then scream Viva la Revolution and then attack. And then, I mean, we have two bosses, but that's fine. He's not in his element. Shouldn't be as powerful. But he might be able to get plan a little B. bit of. Uh, plan B is the exact same as plan A. <laughs> no, but, you, but we wait. We let him attack first uh, and then we go out. So they, uh, we won't be I noticed. Think I want to do this for fun, but I think it will backfire on us. Well, he's n- if it works, it would be, be epic. Hey, how about this? And I pull out my wand. Oh, my paintbrush. I no, see. If it doesn't no, work out well, no. I could fix it. No, that's a waste. Well, maybe. We could fix it. We'll do it. You like okay, it? Okay, all in favor of just kind of seeing what happens, raise your hand. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Calvin raises his oh, yeah, hand. I forgot Calvin's here, too. Oh, man. Let me add him to right. my list. Hannah, let me borrow that sweet little cloak. Um, you'll need a little while with it for it to do anything. How long? Half an hour. Do you think we have that time? No. no. I look over at Brozen. Uh, he doesn't look any worse than he did before, but you are kind of like in the city now. I mean, come on. We absolutely do not have How about Pass Without Trace? Can you just get her to pass? Oh, can you she'd pass have, that on she'd me? She'd have to be within 30 feet of you. Oh, give it to the squirrel. Have we established before that the squirrel still has to, or I still have to be within range of you? It's as if you cast whatever spell comes out of the squirrel. Because you put it in. But you wouldn't let us How many feet away is she? Before. How many feet away is it's she? Same thing. Huh? How many feet away is all of this? Uh, f- like three or four hundred feet away. Just do it. Let's see what happens. And theoretically, I could also go on Tensor's floating disc if you don't drop me. No, this is a terrible idea. Too far away. <laughs> Worst case scenario, just completely out of character here. If you, you have a fly speed of like 60, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're probably going to be probably going to be faster than they are. As soon as, they get, as soon as they get to 120 feet, I can start chipping away at them with Eldritch Blast. I don't know what your range is. I so good. Good enough. So we can My range is like six feet. get a couple feet. of rounds and then they'll be within, you know, fun, fun distance after that. All right. Well, I'm flying. Okay, you're flying. And You're gonna go dump your skeleton man, I your sne- skeleton boat man. Mm-hmm. I sneak fly up the wall, okay, unnoticed, and fly right above her. Real quick, is this just like a completely open cavern? No, there are oh. a lot of you hiding right now behind some of the structures in this part of the area. Like, there's, 
there are places, it seems like, that something could live, but it looks like most of the hazers actually lived in the wall, um, and most of these are kind of structures for storage of different uh, materials um, to actually have them organized in different ways. Uh, there's actually, if you kind of peek inside, these stone, almost like platforms or shelves built into them, tables where they can work. Some of them have uh, places that seem like they could be fired as smaller um, forges, but uh, it looks like a lot of them just work in the elemental fire that's around here. Okay. But there are a lot of uh, buildings. They're mostly just one story, so you know there's not much height. It doesn't look like you know they were trying to move these materials up, you know, pl- mm. uh, stairs or anything like that. Um, but that, that's about what's around, I guess. Okay. It's not. They're not tight enough to like make alleys or streets, but there was enough that you could. You were dashing kind of between each one as you were moving. Okay. I'm gonna go up the sneakiest way possible. Okay. Go ahead and roll a stealth check. And a new perception check once you go up. Seven. Yeah. Okay. Roll a perception check. Ten. Okay. Um, dice. Away, With man. that, um, we're going to have to take our break. Uh, it would be easier for me if we went ahead and rolled everybody's initiative. Sure. Oh, yeah. So that I can track all the other initiatives, because this fight is going to be me heavy. Do we need to borrow some... <laughs> Clothes pins from your mom? What did you know? They might not all go on here. <laughs> Let me just get all of your it initiatives might. and then I'll figure out mine. 14! RM is a 14. Zev is a 1. 9. GW is a 9. I'm a 14, but higher than her. So I'm a 14.5. Yeah. Do I add my decks to this? Not on a 1. It really matters. Okay. If you think <laughs> about it, you're first in the round. Don't patronize me. <laughs> you can you're just, number you're one. first in round two. You're just missing your first round. Yeah, you yeah. miss your first round. <laughs> That's all. Thanks for sharing our date night with us and exploring a whole new world together. We'll see you again next week. Until then, keep in touch by following us on Twitter at Date Night Podcast or visiting datenightpodcast.com.